0: Caroline Dowd Higgins, thank you for listening to Your Working Life, my podcast series featuring thought leaders in the career and personal growth arena. I know that you spend a significant portion of your life at work, so my goal is to provide you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career. And love your life, and I am delighted to welcome my special guest to the show today, Carmen Gerardi. Carmen, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me here. Thanks oh, I'm
0: a lot. Very excited for our talk today. And Carmen, you are the vice president of Guna, the U.S. branch of an Italian pharmaceutical company. And you've got 10 years of experience in international sales excellence, marketing, and key account in global corporations as well as medium sized companies. But your extraordinary skill, your superpower is the redefinition of companies, organizations, by implementing an employee-friendly and employee-empowered management system with a circular organizational structure. And I'm very eager to hear about how you're doing this at GUNA and setting the pace for other organizations. But first, Carmen, I'd like to dive in. Please tell me how uh, the cultural difference has been for you between Italy and the U.S. in the world of work. It has been dramatic. <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: <laughs> I come from a very relationship oriented country. My culture is relation, relation, relation. Yes. So you come to the United States and all of a sudden you have to deal with people that are very much task oriented. Mm-hmm. So these two companies were not talking, or actually everything was lost in translation. Ah. So uh, it was a huge polarities. And um, at the beginning, everything, and, you know, you, you arrive here with more than, well, with several years of experience in the pharmaceuticals, say, so this is going to be a piece of cake. No. No.
0: No. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: you have to learn the, the culture where you are living, and you have to translate everything back to your parent company. It has been the most challenging job I ever had.
0: Is it enjoyable? Are you enjoying the differences or does it frustrate you or both? Um, At the beginning, it was very frustrating. Yeah. Um, I landed
1: in um, New Mexico when I arrived here. I see. And I I don't know if people know Baghdad Cafe, the movie. Yes, yes. (laughs) That was exactly what I felt. Really? Oh, my goodness. Where am I? Where are the people? That's too much sun. It's hot. I don't know what to do.
0: Where am I?
1: <laughs> I went to the supermarket and I couldn't recognize the brands. I didn't even know what to buy to wash my clothes. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. It was it was intense,
1: and the company was in a huge crisis. So it was really really intense. But. My personal and professional growth uh, coming out from this crisis was just huge. Mm. I did a huge leap, and I am a total different person now than I was eight years ago. I've been here for eight years.
0: Eight years, my goodness. That's wonderful. So, Carmen, we see such a global economy now and so many companies that have uh, existing uh, headquarters in multiple international cities. So, do you have any advice for other Italian companies who want to invest in the United States? I, my big advice is to have someone
1: from the parent company be moved here and leave at least two, three years yeah. before taking the lead and then starting doing business between the two companies. Okay. And I really hope that people understand that they need to change that point of view. Yeah. They really need to. This is something that doesn't happen very often, and I have been working for not only GUNA, I'm also consulting to with another Italian company that they wish to do some business here in the United States. They are exactly
0: the same problem the same on issues. a larger scale. Wow, wow. So, So that full immersion for a few years before you start to do the business at hand. Yes, yes. And
1: you need to understand the culture. You really need to.
0: Otherwise, it's going to be a failure. Yes, yes. So Carmen, you have this extraordinarily unique style of management and you talk about employee-empowered management system at GUNA. Tell me about that. What does that mean?
1: Um, I got my inspiration from Ricardo Semmler. As I said... I arrived here that the company was uh, close to the bankruptcy, mm. and that's what I'm talking about when I say that the culture understanding the culture is very important so i I didn't know what to do, and I consulted with some of my friends and they said, "Why don't you look into this person this This guy, Ricardo Samuel, has got a very successful story, very similar, but again, for a larger company, yeah. And reading his books and attending his speeches, just gave me the the hint. I said, okay, number one, I need to change the people. I need to have right people on board, and the people that are here, that are going to work with me, I need for them to trust me. Yeah. So starting from, and, and I want them to understand, I wanted them to understand that they were really important for me. So the first thing I did was freedom. I'm free to do what I want because I am an executive, You are as important as me. Let's share the freedom and the accountability. Because with lots of freedom, it comes lots of accountability. So first of all, I don't care about the time that you spend here in the company. You have got some goals to reach. Mm -hmm. Let's get rid of clock in and clock out. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. Wow, so that
0: really liberated people.
1: Yes, and you know what? When I started to be more, when the people started to have more and more freedom, you would think that they would be happy. Some people went into a crisis because they didn't know how to deal with so much freedom. And they left.
0: Wow. Wow. They they missed the structure.
1: They they needed to be micromanaged. Yeah. They said, we need to be micromanaged. You need to tell us what to do. I said, I'm not going to tell you what to do. It's, it's not the culture of this new Guna. But so, that was good,
0: right? Because you got the right people, as we say, on the bus. And that's yes. the most important thing
1: and when you have got the right people on the bus it doesn't matter where you go because you can go anywhere you're going to have results yeah. and this is what I'm experiencing now with this team this is a marvelous team this is a fantastic team very disruptive because my people are people <laughs> I like that <laughs> But they are, they are fantastic and very talented. When you deal with talented people, you're going to have lots of disruption. Yeah,
0: and that's good. That's good. It's, it's not easy, but it's wonderful.
1: It is. It is. It's a wonderful experience. And I, I saw, I experienced their shift from where they were and where they are now. I didn't do it on my own. I asked one of my life coach to come on board uh-huh. and say, this is the team. Let's work with them. Nice. So it was just fantastic to see the growth of the people from a, a personal point of view. Yeah. Because we forget that behind a professional, there is a person. Yeah. We need to work with the person who cares about marketing skills, sales skills. If we want to make a difference in this planet, we have to work on the person. Because their work is going to be forever. You work on marketing, then you change company, you're going to change vision, mission, structure, etc., etc. You work on the person. This person is going to evolve and then it's going to bring the evolution with with himself or herself to the next company. Then you make a change. And this is what I want to do
0: with my team, what I'm trying to do with my team. I love that you've incorporated the the life coaching and that kind of leadership training with your team. I think that's incredible. Carmen, I'd love for you to explain in more detail this concept of circular organizational structure. Because as you know, in the United States, it's typically this ladder, which just goes up yeah. and down. It's vertical and it's very limited. So this circular concept is very foreign to us.
1: I'm So I got rid of the pyramidal of the ladder organization. Yeah. And I explained to my team that If there is a project, everyone has got different skills. So everybody needs to contribute to the project with the skills that they have. I don't care about the labels. I don't care about what they have been hired to do. Because they've got a talent, they need to use this talent to the project accordingly. And it's not me that decides anymore. I decided at the beginning when I implemented this culture. Now it is up to the team. So we decide all together. We decide what to do, where to go, the mission, the vision, the project, and it is working wonderfully. And we have got a very open communication. Everybody knows everything about the company, the people, um,
0: what we are doing, so we don't miss anything. So is it a democracy where they they vote on things, or how do you achieve uh, a consensus? We um, everybody can start um, a project. Okay. So anybody can
1: have an idea. We have the staff meeting. We decide if it works or it doesn't work together, We don't go for votes. Okay. Uh, it's just, and we also have the opportunity uh, to carry on with the idea. I mean, if you believe that your idea is gonna work, just go. Ahead, and the team doesn't agree, just go ahead. Show what you can do. Nice. So, and if you fail, it happens. I prefer people to work and make mistakes rather than all the way around. I agree. That's something. Yeah. I've noticed that people are, here in the United States, people are scared of making yeah. mistakes. Why?
0: I know. I know. It limits us. I believe in failure. I learned so much from every failure. It's the best growth opportunity. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. So Carmen, you created this this wonderful new team and attracted talent and and it was interesting to hear you say some people left and that's yeah. okay. So how did you how did you build this new team? How did you attract some new and different talent? Um can you believe that at the very beginning when we changed the team
1: um we had this vacancy out and we got two replies to that really I mean, well I was thinking wow I mean the reputation of the company must be really dumb. and a couple of months ago we did the same and we got a lot of applications okay. so of course what I did at the beginning was to choose people by attitude and I asked the few people left say do you know anybody yeah bring someone that you think it's gonna be of value for this company let me interview them let me see then from there, at the beginning, word of mouth, and now with the social media, it's so much easier because people see our culture. Yeah, and we have receiving lots of compliments, of course, and people applying for, for the company to work here.
0: So you're attracting top talent now, and you you spoke, Carmen, about the the need for disruptive members of your team. How do you how do you find those disruptive people?
1: <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I tell them that during my meditation, I see a lot about their life, <laughs> it is true. <laughs> now, honestly, meditation helps because you, um, with the meditation, you become a lot aware of, of your surroundings. Yeah. So during the interview, you see a lot more than you're supposed to see. First of, first of all, you see the energy, you see the talent. And with the talent, I already know that the disruption is going to come. Yeah. But you know what I learned? That when two two talented people that are not able to work together, you need to put them in a very difficult situation. Like, they don't like public speaking. Hmm, you two are going to go to the next interview. <laughs> yes. They're going to work so well. Yeah. And after that, they're going to get along. That was a very recent lesson that I learned. Fantastic. My previous, uh, the previous CEO of this company... He used to say, um, rather than talented people, I prefer very average people that work in a team. That's wrong. That's mm. wrong. You need to have talented people and you need to make them work in a team.
0: Yes, exactly. And, and enjoy each other. It sounds like your team has great fun together as well. Yes, yes,
1: yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's fun. And here in the company... We have some, uh, um, what I call them, benefits, but for me, it's just lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They can um, run, bike, and walk outside anytime they want, anytime. There is a personal trainer that comes twice per week. We have yoga on Friday, and they can meditate anytime they want. And my um, goal is to stop thinking I'm going to work, but it's, I'm, I'm living my life. Mm-hmm. And my life sometimes is at Kuna, some other times is at home. So I just want people to shift their mentality and stop thinking, oh my goodness, today's Monday, I'm going to work. And one of my colleagues used to say this is, I get up in the morning and I say, oh, I'm so happy to go to work. I'm so happy to, to meet with my colleagues. I'm so happy to, that today's Monday, we start again. That's incredible. She used used a word that I don't remember anymore. She she was to say "guna is my." I'll ask her later.
0: Okay. (laughs) But I hear the enthusiasm in your voice, and it's it's wonderful. It's palpable. I love my job. I love
1: Guna. I love my team. It's it's fantastic. This is the best time of
0: my life. You're still a leader, even though you have this beautiful circle um, philosophy of a circular organizational structure, Carmen. How how do you lead? Are you still at the top of, well, in a circle, there is no top, right? Do you still see yourself as a leader, or are you just a a co-colleague or a peer? Um i no, I'm not a leader anymore. Okay. Because they don't
1: need. Um, I just, I work with them. And if there is a difficult situation, like one of our products was featured on Dr. Oz, so all of a sudden our sales went crazy. Four o'clock in the morning, I woke up and I went into the warehouse because my people in the logistics, they need help. Yeah. So, and they, they they just follow my example. So I don't need to lead them. I just need to do They watch and they do the same. I think this is the right way. If there is a problem, I'm there. If the the company has got some huge leaks because of the storm, I'm there to dry the floor with my cleaning people. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: that's that's the way it works. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Carmen, so many people listening are saying, this is wonderful, but how do I do it in my company? That's very old-fashioned. So what is a small step that someone can take listening to this to move toward this circular organizational style? Um, Well, when you're the vice president of the company, of course, it is much easier. Right, right.
1: (coughs) However, I've got a board, Okay. That I have to report to. Um, At the very beginning, I took the initiative, and I started from the life coach. Yeah. So I started there. I started from the meditation. Small results um, were there. The board was saying, "Hmm, okay. And then um, I decided to go for the training. Results, board happy. And then meditation. Results, board happy. So when... You just have to do the first step, the first small step. When you get results, then you're going to have all the big leadership, the big board on board of your project, and you can carry on to the bigger changes. The thing is the trust. The trust. You have to trust your people, and your people have to trust you. And, of course, you need to have the right people on board Mm -hmm. because otherwise
0: I wouldn't suggest to change the structure. And Mm -hmm. have... Have you ever had a situation, Carmen, where you've had to remove someone from the team because they were not a good fit? Yes,
1: yeah. this morning.
0: Oh, okay. So that's fresh. So, yeah.
1: Um, it's, it's very easy because, again, these people are great people. So I just talk to um, the team. We, we talk all together. Say, what is your dream? What do you want to do? To, um, to be happy yeah. so this is not the right job for you let's look together for another job for and we're right going to support you and yeah. that's it, it's very easy because when you talk to smart people everything is easy
0: Wonderful, I love this, this is such empowered leadership style or empowered management style so one last question Carmen does the team set their own goals or does the board and the executive team set goals, how does that work?
1: Um,
0: we we set our own goals all together. We okay. know where the company needs to be
1: because also they have access to all the financial information of the company. I
0: see. So transparency. So we don't need
1: to lie. Yes. We, this is the revenue. This is the breakeven. This is the gross profit. This is the net profit that we need to do. So everybody know exactly what they need to do in order to reach that goal.
0: And do you sense with this wonderful equality that they set even higher goals because they're so motivated?
1: Um, They work for, they always tell me, uh, you know what, this is the goal that we need to achieve, but I shoot for something higher than that.
0: Wow. Wow. Which
1: Which is fine with me. I don't check what they do. I don't really need. I need at the end of the month, all together, we discuss the revenue that we had to see what we need to be. And if we need to increase or not. The wonderful thing is that they feel responsible for what they are doing altogether. And you don't one, the old Guna, someone will say, I'm working, I'm reaching my goals, I don't care what the other people are doing. This Guna is all the opposite. Yeah. Where is Guna going? We are worried about Guna. Yeah. And so we are shifting from an individualistic culture towards a team culture
0: that's a beautiful thing carmen gerardi carmen gerardi beautiful italian name thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with me today i learned a lot i'm very excited to hear about your work at guna and i'm i'm very grateful for your time thank you thank you for having me thank you for letting me talk about my greatest passion which is Guna and my team absolutely and and i wish you continued success And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to Your Working Life, where my goal is to help you design your career destiny so it doesn't happen by default. Career and life satisfaction is possible, and it's time to embrace what you love doing so you can do more of it. My show is now available on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, and Stitcher please leave a comment because I always appreciate hearing from my listeners. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Take good care.